Shane Steichen named Anthony Richardson the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts against the Buffalo Bills this weekend. What are our expectations for the rookie? What do we want to see from Richardson? And what else will we will we be watching for this Saturday in Buffalo? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore. Just got back from Westfield, Indiana, taking in Colts camp today alongside my fellow writer, analyst, and co-host of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast, who is also there at Grand Park taking in the action, Drake Wally. Drake, we have an answer, at least for the first preseason game, of who the starting quarterback is going to be for the Colts, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, It's really going to be interesting to see how he attacks this, uh, what we see from Anthony Richardson, and there's going to be a lot of storylines surrounding uh, this preseason game, which is is really hard to, to imagine, but how are you doing, man? It was great to see you today in person for once. Yeah, yeah, same, same right back to you. And um, it's all there's so many ways to answer, you know, that question about, you know, what are we going to see? At the end of the day, I have to go with how I feel. I haven't been this excited for a Colts preseason game since Andrew Luck's first preseason game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. And that was a long time ago. So uh, preseason football is usually pretty boring. But when you're in the state that the Colts are in right now with the situation that they're in with a rookie quarterback, it's actually quite exciting to see how he's going to attack a good defense. The entire 2023 season is going to be about the development of Anthony Richardson. Whether you like it or not, that's what the focus is going to be on. So, And it starts on Saturday with his first ever NFL action. I know the chat is fired up to talk about this tonight. The third host, Stats Matt, with the first comment. What's up to you, my brother? I know Stats Matt has been uh, getting a ton of salsa ready, getting uh, jarring pickles. The man is just a machine, so glad he could join us tonight. The CFO of Horseshoe Huddle, Patrick, is in the house. Doesn't have NFL Network, but he's here to watch our show. He doesn't care about CJ Stroud. Really appreciate you being here, Patrick. Noah Compton got to meet Noah for the first time today at Colts Camp today. Legend. What a guy to see you Noah thank you all as always for joining us uh yeah he is he is a legend love love the hair by the way uh, well you also have Marvin Fox in the building good to see you Joe Denham a loyal listener uh AR is our quarterback how we feeling uh we're gonna get right to that Joe Rich Wheeler uh who, so who's Madden and who's summer all this Saturday guys we actually have an announcement on that which I think you guys are gonna be disappointed still doing Bleacher Report but the formula has changed. So, but hey, th- thanks, thanks a lot, Rich. Also, shout out to Luke Fear Camp. We saw Luke today at Colts Camp. A hell of a guy. If you guys haven't seen his pictures on Twitter, be sure to give Luke a follow. Excellent at what he does. A very talented individual. Uh, great to see you, Luke. And then Spooks Hill Joe, who scores the first touchdown on Saturday. Let's hear it from everyone in here. Yeah, let's get that in the chat to get things going. But before we dive in here. Guys, please go follow us on all the things. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Click that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live, whenever Shad goes live, and we've already got a super chat with, you guessed it, Patrick. Patrick is in here with a super chat. He says, let's start us off. Should we be concerned about Taylor since the Colts offered Kareem Hunt a contract? Uh 
that's that's a great question um i i don't think we should be necessarily cons- overly concerned as far as just because kareem hunt got offered a contract um I, I think everything is still in the same spot with jonathan taylor in the colts um He's currently away from the team, rehabbing his ankle off-site. Shane Steichen said today that he should be back next week with the team, um, so that was that was good to hear. But I, I don't think I don't think it's really too much of concern. But but the Colts are active in the running back market right now. What are you thinking, Drake? I mean, they've also had like so many injuries. I mean, we talked about it today: Jonathan Taylor, Deion Jackson, uh, Zach Moss, and then who was um, the most recent. They had another injury, I believe. They had a fourth. Deion Jackson. Oh, okay, so it was so it was those guys. So that's a lot of guys to lose. Xavier Scott wasn't playing. Xavier that's Scott. That's who wasn't. Yes. So that's four guys, man. That's you're like your top, like one, two, three, four. There they are. So you know, uh, the Colts really, I think, wanted to look into a solid running back two potentially, or someone to push for that spot, or just a a, a big name to bring to camp. Um, you know, to kind of compete for maybe the, the third spot as well. Like maybe they see Moss as the third guy and Jackson as the fourth guy. And, you know, maybe Evan Hall factors in some other way. But I do think it, like we said, Andrew, it's weird. I mean, I do think Jonathan Taylor shows up. But at the end of the day, this whole situation, him like being off, you know, off, uh, you know, not not on the property with the team and, and doing his rehab off site. I think that's a little odd. I think that just uh, how vague the team has been and just how kind of he's been quiet completely through, through all of this. That's a little odd. And just just the way that Jim Irsay right now and Jonathan Taylor and his representation kind of look at each other's odd. It's just a very weird situation that I can't really make heads or tails of. Yeah, and and we, we're gonna have. Uh, I saw Patrick. Uh, he asked, uh, "What did Kenyon Drake get hurt?" Kenyon Drake did not get hurt. Drake was playing. out there at practice today, um, practicing with the other running backs. So it's gonna be a heavy dose of Kenyon Drake, Evan Hall, Jake Funk, uh, uh, and 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 the rest of the healthy running backs this weekend. But at least Drake will be out there. So I don't think anything has transpired with the Colts and Jonathan Taylor. They're kind of in the same spot. Uh, and just because they offer Kareem Hunt, I don't think that necessarily means a, a, a trade um, or anything with Jonathan Taylor is imminent. But I, I could uh, – they could trade him tonight and and just blow up my entire theory. But Patrick, thank you so much for the super chat. As always, you are an absolute legend. Logan Schmidt is in the house as well. Good to see you, buddy. As always, uh, but yeah, getting back onto onto things. Hey guys, as I said, like us on all the things, follow us on all the things. And if you can't catch us live, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. We're on there as well. So please give us a five-star review and subscribe there. And uh, we had Rich, I think it was uh, Rich Wheeler asking, yes, Rich Wheeler asked about our, us on Bleacher Report on, on Saturday. And originally we were going to call the game live, do a live watch along with you guys. Bleacher Report called an audible at the last second, and we are now giving post-game analysis. Still on the Bleacher Report app, uh, but and we're going to be live within five minutes of the game ending. So as soon as you're done uh, with the Colts game on Saturday, get onto the Bleacher Report app because Drake and I are going to be live on there giving our gut reactions, our instant breakdown of the game um, pretty much as soon as the game ends. So make sure you download the Bleacher Report app and, and get that all set up because It'll it'll still be a fun time. Still enjoy Sunday or Saturday afternoon breaking down Anthony Richardson's first experience 
in the NFL. And and Drake, let's get right to it. Let's talk about Anthony Richardson uh, versus the Bills. So Shane Steichen came out. He knew the question was going to be asked. He didn't even wait for it to be asked today. Uh, Steichen came out and said Anthony Richardson would start versus the Buffalo Bills. He also uh, revealed that Richardson and the starters will play about a quarter uh, against the Bills on Saturday. So we're going to see Richardson for probably two to three series, I would I would think. Uh, maybe a little bit longer. It probably just depends on on how the how the game goes, the flow of the game. But when when we sit down one o'clock Saturday afternoon to watch Anthony Richardson take his first snap in the NFL. What are your expectations for Anthony Richardson on Saturday? It seems like that should be such an easy question to answer, but it's really not. Um, he's looked fantastic. I, I think I think he's looked great in camp, and I think that it's going to be a lot different because it's no longer your teammates. You know, at, at first you're kind of getting used to your teammates defensively, but after a while you start to learn their tendencies, playing with them all the time. And you hear these guys say, I can't wait to hit somebody else other than our teammates. So I think that he's going to show glimpses of what makes him special. I think that he's going to show good pocket presence. Um, I think that he's going to make big plays, but you're going to see mistakes. All right, this is a good defense. Okay, and regardless of if it's their starters or not, the Bills still have good depth players. So they're also playing in Buffalo. You know, they're not playing at Lucas Oil. His first actual game is not even in Indiana or in, in, at Indianapolis. So he's going to he's going to struggle at times. But like I said, at the end of the day, you just this is his first game. Get the reps. He's getting the reps. He's getting the reps, 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 reps. That's what he needs. So that's the big positive here. Exactly. Another another super chat from Logan Schmidt here. Uh, really appreciate the super chat, buddy. Logan asks, sorry if it's off topic, who stuck out today in practice? So so Drake, we're we're gonna dive into this later in the show, but for our buddy Logan, let's let's give let's each give one guy that we thought stood out. I'm gonna let you go first. Who was the guy that stood out the most to you today uh, at Colts training camp? Josh Downs. Uh, and and I'll explain later, but Josh Downs is a freaking dog. <laughs> Drake wrote a Drake wrote an article today about Josh Downs, and uh, he's not wrong. Josh did, Josh Downs did have a day. For me, it was Dio Dangbo. Dio Dangbo oh, yeah. uh, had had quite a day against uh, uh, Blake Freeland. So Braden Smith was out today. He's dealing with a little bit of a knee issue, um, and and Dio Dangbo was going up against Blake Freeland, who was replacing him at right tackle and and Odangbo had quite a few pressures on Anthony Richardson um and and really had a gave Blake Freeland his welcome to the welcome to the Hurricane Dio moment as well as the welcome to the NFL so Hurricane Dio had did have himself a game but Logan or a day I should say Logan really appreciate the super chat buddy as always uh you're you're a legend I keep calling everybody legends it's because when you That's give okay. us a super chat you deserve that title uh, in my opinion so so Logan really appreciate it buddy um but Drake yeah Anthony Richardson expectations for him uh i just you want to you want to make sure he belongs you know and and i think he will he's shown it all of training camp but the the biggest thing for me is is you want to see him probably move the ball on offense uh you want to see him being able to execute the game plan uh what little game plan that there is you want to kind of see the timing uh, uh or see, i expect him to have maybe have a little bit of timing issues but at the same time you should still see 
that 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 confidence growing within him i expect him to command the huddle with without any issues and and i i expect to see see a guy that's on his way to being the full-time starting quarterback for the indianapolis colts uh i think I don't. I mean, I think he'll probably be a little bit nervous. He even said he'll probably he, today that uh, he's probably going to be anxious when he goes out onto that field. But it's it's a good kind of anxious. They're good jitters because he 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 wants it so much and he he's just so excited to be on that football field. So do I expect him to go out and, and go eight of eight for two touchdowns in, in two drives? No, I don't. I don't think that. Um, I think the Colts are going to try to work him in, get him settled into the game here to start but i just want to see him moving the ball i want to see the offense moving the ball um i want him to stay you want him to stay healthy which i think he will um but but i expect him to to go out there and make some plays because he is just that kind of athlete yeah and the thing is i i also want to just see him execute what he actually said is just consistent he wants to be consistent he wants to be consistent so consistency get through his reads continue his great pocket presence that's something he's got i mean he can feel pressure he moves very well in the pocket and navigates it well um don't force throws he's probably going to though because what's in camp and what's in the game are totally different and again he comes from college where he threw a lot of passes using his arm strength only so he's probably still got to work work that out you know um but he does you reference this his internal clock it needs to be a little bit quicker probably mm-hmm. you know because he he's in camp and he's not going to get blasted i mean in, in an actual nfl game especially if it's like a if it's like a, a third string guy oh he's going to want to make his name by by blitzing anthony richardson on a hit if he can so he's got to be able to get that ball out a little quicker i think but other than that just consistency he's got to be consistent mm-hmm. move the ball down the field gain confidence Right. Logan Schmidt with another super chat here. Uh, I mean, are you are you giving Patrick a run for his money to be the CFO of Horseshoe Huddle here, Logan? Uh, really, really appreciate it. <laughs> Logan asks, is his first touchdown pass a touchdown like Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? Man, what I like that? the F in Manning. Yeah, PFM. <laughs> we, we, we always love a good PFM reference. Um, but it's, man, that wouldn't that be something from a touchdown on the first throw like Peyton did, like Andrew did, and if Anthony does it, that'd be some spooky stuff. But uh, I think all Colts fans would love it. I think he would send uh, social media into an absolute frenzy if his first throw was like a just a quick slant or a deep bomb to Alec Pierce. They seem to be hooking up a lot here in training camp, but we'll see. I mean, I, I certainly it would certainly be entertaining and Colts fans would love it if Anthony Richardson took his first one to the house. So Logan really appreciate the super chat once again, buddy. Um, you're always a joy to have on the show here, but, but Drake, and the things I want to see from Anthony Richardson, again, you you, you kind of hit it right on the head. This is something that we both noticed. We were talking about it today when watching practice, you know, is, is Anthony's, Richardson's his he's processing things pretty well I think he's he's able to uh, uh to read the defense make his progressions but I think his internal clock needs to just be a, a tick faster and and that's going to come with with experience you know that's going to come with reps that's going to come from taking those reps in live situations uh it's and it's it's really hard to replicate in in practice but when you see Gardner Minshew out there and you see Anthony Richardson out there. Usually Gardner Minshew is getting rid of the ball quicker than Anthony Richardson. 
But there's a trade-off to that. We don't really see Gardner Minshew pushing the defense too much deep. It's a lot of short throws, dink and dunk throws. Uh, Richardson's always looking for that long ball, uh, and not not to it. Not that's not a detriment either. Like he's just blowing off, doing the whole Carson Wentz, where he's not taking the layup and he's trying to hit the deep shot. But it's it's always in his mind, you know. And and we saw Anthony Richardson get the ball off quickly today he was able to diagnose a blitz really really easily um as soon as he got the football he was able to get it out to his running back i think it was evan hall that was in on that play uh for for an easy six yard gain and and again just take what the defense gives you and i think he's been doing a really good job of that in camp and i would ex- expect to see that again on saturday as well yeah, and that's I'm glad you brought that up because his mentality's been on point with that because th- there's there's a huge clip of him playing LSU where he just runs 75 yards to the end zone, right? And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, he ran to the end zone." It was Landon Oliver that actually pointed this out. He's looking deep first. He's trying to be a passer. He's waiting to throw the ball deep, but then when he sees that no one's open and everyone's already down the field with verticals, he then takes off. Okay, so this is a guy that's always he's, you're supposed to look for that deep shot. OK, and I, I like that you also brought up that he's been checking the ball down because Evan Hall and Josh Downs have been the beneficiary. And so is Isaac, uh, Isaiah McKenzie right. of, of shorter passes and stuff like that. In fact, I think that he needs to work the tight ends maybe a little bit more, too. So um, outside of that, though, yeah, Minshew really doesn't push the ball. He's a safe thrower and he doesn't give you big plays. I'm not saying he can't. But I'm also saying that he is going to be a veteran at the end of the day, and he's going to get that ball out quickly. But it seems like he's a little more on the on the side of the spectrum of just takes low risk throws a lot. He's he's more of the small ball guy, right? And and I I, I this isn't a super chat, but I'm I'm going to highlight this comment anyway from Wyatt Law because he took the words right out of my mouth. He said, "I have tampered expectations for AR's game on Saturday. Vanilla offense game plan focusing more on the individual execution yeah. of assignments. Just don't have any injuries and show flashes of things to come." Wyatt, you took the words right out of my mouth. Where it's it's not going to be a full on game plan. I mean, with how secretive Shane Steichen is about about scheme, the Colts aren't going to put anything on film for in a in a preseason game that doesn't mean anything. You're going to see a very vanilla offense, but I think there's going to be a balance between a vanilla offense and also letting Anthony Richardson kind of take his shots, kind of going out there, see where he is, see where he is mentally, see how he is processing, see how he is just against a live NFL defense that's not that's not his own teammates. So it, it's going to be fun to watch uh, how much how much they go after him, uh, how much they 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 really try to let him loose. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be exciting to see another super chat from logan schmidt uh this man is going wild tonight really appreciate it buddy said logan schmidt asked richardson stat prediction drake do you want to go first on this or do you want me to take a crack at it you know what let's just say that he he plays three series right okay and um let's say that he that one is a scoring drive this will just be for just to make it quick scoring drive punt and field goal okay Okay. so hypothetically let's say that it's like seven seven plays nine plays ten plays okay so he has 26 total plays let's say he's probably gonna run i'd say i'd say four i'd say he has four or five carries for 29 yards a touchdown on the ground but he'll have because they're gonna want him they're gonna want him to throw the ball and start getting loose i'd say we'll say a healthy six for ten 
for 86 yards, but there will be 35 of those yards will be completed with a deep ball. I think okay. he's going to throw. He's the the inaccuracy is going to be there. It's just expected. Just yeah, I mean, that's just the ups and downs of a rookie quarterback. No rookie quarterback's going to be perfect. I'm going to say, I think he, he'll go, uh, I'm going to go five for nine. I'm going to go five for nine. Uh, I think he's going to have probably around mm, five for nine. I'll say 63 yards. Um, okay. And and I will say he will get a touchdown. I say it'll probably be on that second drive. Um but yeah, I think I think I don't know if there's going to be a deep ball there again. They're going to try to keep things vanilla, but uh, five for nine, 63 yards and a touchdown. I think we would all be ecstatic uh, about that stat line for Anthony Richardson. Logan, really appreciate the super chat once again. Excuse me. Uh, and then we have a new listener here that that wants us to say his name. So so let's do it. BJ Prods looks like a, a hell of a Colts fan. Um, welcome to the show, buddy, and, and really appreciate you joining us here tonight. Um, but Drake, as we kind of let's let's move a little bit away from what we expect in the game and kind of talk about what we saw Anthony Richardson in, in training camp this week. And 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 I'll, to be honest, it wasn't the cleanest week for Anthony Richardson. He had his moments where uh, he he put the ball on the money. He made some good decisions, but again, you started to see that that inaccuracy. Uh, um, you saw him miss a, uh, you know, on Tuesday he missed a deep ball where it was underthrown. Um, but the wide receiver, I think it was Mike Strom really didn't to do too much to to help him with that and it was intercepted by Kevin Tolliver um he didn't have an interception today but he was pretty erratic i think i think our own jake arthur had him 5 for 12 passing there were a couple drops in there uh for sure um there were a couple would be sacks that kind of disrupted the timing of it uh but he also had he had some overthrows of of kylan granson if i remember right uh but then there was a really nice uh, comeback route to alec pierce on the sidelines and then in 7 on 7 he threw a really nice ball for a touchdown uh to michael pittman jr uh, on a post route in the back of the end zone so again an up and down day we saw a little bit of inaccuracy a little bit of inconsistency at times um but again I, I that's just that's life as a rookie in the nfl i'm not going to get all worked up and 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 panic over a couple preseason pre training camp practices yeah and you know I've, there's there's been people that you know i've heard that have said you know that he's been overall inconsistent and it's like that's just not true like there's there's no. been there's he has been on an upward trajectory far like i think he's far more along than i even expected and i expected him to be pretty far along for a guy that was you know his experience level which is very very low so um yes there were days where he's he's got inconsistent he's got inaccuracy issues at times and it's it's through days where you'll get five to 12 but then you'll get two straight days or uh, excuse me one day of like you'll have nine for 11 you know you look he looked absolutely fantastic on uh sunday when we saw him i mean he was hitting literally everybody every every position running back tight end wide receiver everybody was getting the ball from ar so you just want him to continuously work through those five five for 12 days but he looks comfortable Okay, which comfortable is huge. It might be the biggest word for AR. As long as he's comfortable in Shane Steichen's complex offense, by the way, that's huge. So he's comfortable. He still struggles a bit with the consistent accuracy, but that will get ironed out. And he's calm and he's grasping the offense more and more. But lastly, the team is starting to see him as the guy. Okay, mm -hmm. even Gardner Minshew as his backup sees him as the guy. Like, I mean, everyone sees him as the guy. So 
all this support, all this confidence that he's getting, and Shane Steichen right in his in his back pocket, he's going to iron out those inaccuracy issues, those footwork issues. It's going to take time because he needs reps, like he's going to get on Saturday. So these are his first reps. Just expect him to struggle on on a play here and there, overthrow a ball, underthrow a ball. It's just going to happen. So expect it. Right, and again, yeah, this is what is supposed is what normally happens with a rookie quarterback in the NFL. It's it's not Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck that come in right away and, and absolutely light the world on fire. You Manning know? gave the ball to, to the defense all the time in his rookie year. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and when you're talking about that, I mean, some of the accuracy issues. A lot of it is just is just timing too. Uh, you mean the, the throw to Kylan Granson today that I saw that was overthrown was was an overthrow. But a lot of times when we talk about inaccuracy, it's because it, it's not like he misses by five yards. I, I think a lot of people, when we say he's inaccurate, that's kind of what they imagine. No, I mean, it's just not balls not perfectly placed right in front of him. Sometimes it can be behind. Sometimes it can be a little bit too far out in front. Things of things of that nature. But he's not missing these guys by a wide margin. And again, we knew this coming in. It's, this isn't breaking news that or or oh Anthony Richardson's all of a sudden is having accuracy issues. It's going to take time, and that brings us to another super chat from Logan Schmidt. This man is on a absolute tear tonight, Logan. We really appreciate it. Rapid buddy. fire, this is, baby. This is insane the, the amount of support you give us, and and we couldn't thank you enough. Uh, Logan asks, how are the mechanics coming along with Anthony Richardson? So. So Drake, honestly, I I like what I see. I mean, I look at his footwork, especially compared to like when you and I were at the combine watching it, and I was kind of pointing out different things that I didn't necessarily like with his footwork. He's keeping a nice wide base. Uh, he's his feet aren't getting happy where he's like bouncing up and down in the pocket. You see him using more of his body, more of his hips to throw the ball, not just relying on his arm strength and, and, and flicking the wrist. He's really trying to line everything up and set the hallway to make sure that it's a natural throw and he's getting his entire body into it. Uh, the, the times that I do see him struggle with his mechanics is when there's, there's a, some pressure on him, some simulated pressure. Then you can kind of see him uh, uh, start to, I wouldn't say panic, but he's just not not really getting getting as much uh, uh, through through his body as as normal, and that can cause his his throws to be a little bit off. But overall, I, I'm liking what I've been seeing with his mechanics, and and even even from the start of the camp to to today, I've seen small improvements just from what I've seen. So um, before I let you give your analysis, we have a super chat uh, off, I guess, uh, Patrick is in here he's coming back at logan <laughs> with a ten dollar a ten dollar super chat saying step up your game schmidt hey you guys want to battle it out with super <laughs> chats be our guest but the cfo of horseshoe huddle comes back with an absolute banger proving he's of, the cfo <laughs> of a super chat hey patrick we really appreciate it buddy that that that, that was hilarious that that's made very our night. good um but drake what do you what do you think about uh his mechanics and, and what you've seen uh when when you've been down there at camp so right there with you i think that he's making those adjustments he's making improvements he's making mistakes but then not duplicating them over and over and over um from the combine i mean Yes, there's been improvement with his with his footwork, but there, he just needs to start to also understand how strong his arm is because there was a play to Isaiah McKenzie, which, look, he's a vet. He should have caught this ball. But he was like probably six yards away, and Richardson just goes, Whoo! and that ball 
just rocketed out of his hand. <laughs> Mackenzie just goes right off of his hands. Mackenzie, I don't think, was expecting it to be that no. hard, that short. But two things. One, he still should have caught it. And two, I mean, he had Josh Allen as his quarterback. Come on. He should have caught it. But two, Richardson needs to understand that those short and intermediate throws, I think this was a combine critique that he had, is that he can't just pepper him in there. Him and Will Levis did that a lot. They would just throw that ball as hard as they could. So he's just got to understand when to really rocket it and when to kind of take a little bit of pepper off of it. He's got a he's got a bazooka attached to his right shoulder. You know what I mean? And and that's that that is that's something that he is going to need to learn how to how to contain. You know what I mean? Because that happens in a real game where he's under pressure and he just tries to fire it in there. I mean, it could go off Isaiah McKenzie's hands and into the hands of a defender for for an interception. So that's that's what he's going to be. That's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, that or he's going to just need to adjust to that when he's under pressure doesn't mean he needs to absolutely fire a missile in there he still needs to take care of the football uh go through his progressions and and use his body use his mechanics that he's been drilling and practicing so diligently on and 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 put that to use so yeah i i think i really think anthony richardson is is i mean while it wasn't his best week of practice again that's going to happen and and what really matters is going to is, is what's going to happen in these next three games. Those reps, the live reps against another defense and, and, and really trying to get settled in to the game, into a live game. But Drake, as things are going, I, I think you're on the same boat I am. I am getting more and more confident by the day that Anthony Richardson starts week one, especially with him starting already in the preseason with how things have been going in training camp. Everything is setting up for number five to be out there as a starter against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. And it's all going to be what, what does he do in the preseason? This is the ultimate practice for him because it's no longer the Colts. It's no longer his buddies Zaire and his buddies, Julian or not Julian Blackman, but you know, his, his, his buddies like, like Juju Brents. It's not that anymore. Okay. He's going against mm-hmm. guys that want to make a name for themselves. So we'll see. It all starts on Saturday. I'm confident too, that the Colts have him on track. It's all going to depend on how he performs in these preseason games. Exactly. And looking here at another super chat from Logan Schmidt. The man just doesn't stop. So, hey, hey, Logan asks, how are the vibes in the building overall? Well, are are you including Jonathan Taylor or are you not including Jonathan Taylor? Because honestly, when you when you look at, at the at the players. Uh, on the practice field they're having a good time it's 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 different it, it's definitely a different feel than it was at least uh, i feel it's different from from the frank reich years because the, the the pace of these practices is insanely quick and while they're out there having fun it seems like it's very very serious very very serious when it's time to go out there and play it's not just guys going through the motions guys are seriously out there trying to get better and i think i think that's the culture that that Shane Steichen has established already not that frank reich didn't want guys to get better i mean help 1% better every day was the mantra but it just seems like it's it's much much more serious around there there's just a heightened level of intensity uh and 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 it's not a a, like a i'm trying to figure think of the right words to explain this drake but it's it's just not 
it's not like a, a not a cuddly feeling but like it's not like you're going to be best friends with somebody i mean yeah they're, they're a tight locker room but it's business time when it's out on that field and and those guys are serious about working they're serious about winning and they're there to compete and i, I really like the feel around it outside of the the jonathan taylor uh distraction what do you think Absolutely agree. I mean, you got uh, after practice, you got guys like Shaq Leonard playing with his kids and Michael Pittman playing with his kids. I mean, you see just overall excitement, family excite atmosphere. Uh, yes, a great atmosphere. It feels like these guys really want to get out there and get better. Um, but yes, outside of the Jonathan Taylor drama going on, it doesn't feel like any if, if, if you didn't know about the Jonathan Taylor thing and you were watching Colts practice, you would think that there's not a damn thing wrong in that locker room. And it is a polar opposite to last year. I will tell you that. Right. There, I mean, you, you look you when you talk to the veterans, it's it's different. I mean, Shaq Leonard is definitely in a different spot. Kenny Moore is in a different spot. Um, you talk to guys like. I mean, Gardner Minshew obviously is, is Gardner Minshew. He's happy all the time. But when we talked to Kylan Granson today, Kylan Granson was was very excited talking about how the locker room. He was so yeah. happy. <laughs> you, we haven't heard Quentin Nelson. Even the times that Quentin Nelson has spoken to us, we haven't heard Quentin Nelson this fired up in years. So there's just a different energy around this team, and, and it's a good energy outside of what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. But Logan, again, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. And he says, okay, I'm done taking up the show. Sorry, hey if you're going to give us a super chat this is why we do this show it's for you guys so uh if you want to keep sending us super chats we'll keep answering your questions but ultimately the show is for you guys so we're here to answer any questions that you guys may have so Drake, we've talked about Anthony Richardson for about a half hour now. Let's do a little bit of preview of the other things around this Colts-Bills game. What are we watching? What things are we going to be looking for when Indianapolis takes the field in Buffalo on Saturday? So so I'm going to start with you. Let's, start, let's look at the offensive side of the ball first. What are some of the things that you're going to be watching for, and, and what do you want to see the Colts accomplish uh, uh, on Saturday? Pretty – Pretty simple. Move the ball consistently. Uh, you, regardless of who's playing quarterback. I mean, outside of Sam Ellinger, it, it's a new quarterback in Minshew, and it's a new quarterback in Richardson. So move that ball consistently. The offensive line. That might be what I watch more than anything. Because I look, I believe in Richardson. I, I also believe in Richardson with Steichen, maybe even more than Richardson. So that's not going to be so. I mean, I'm going to watch that closely. But it's that offensive line. How do they play against a good Bills front? So. That's something to watch. Run the ball, short throws to start, start to open up that vertical game, bring the defense in, um, but prevent turnovers and wasted plays. There was a lot of there was a lot of both of those last season, you know, with Matt Ryan and Ellinger and Foles. So just start off the preseason by at the end of the day, move the ball consistently and block well. Those without question are the two biggest things to me. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you with the offensive line because what we've been seeing in camp has been very promising. So you want to see that unit kind of working together, being able to move the Bills defensive line and getting those running backs to the second level like they've been doing often in training camp. Even if Braden Smith isn't out there, which it's looking like right now, uh, I, he probably will not be out there. Braden Smith is dealing with a little bit of a knee injury, but Steichen said it's not serious. 
again, they're just being really cautious with these guys in training camp. No reason to push these guys right now. But yeah, definitely the offensive line. I'm also going to watch Alec Pierce and and Josh Downs. Those are the two wide receivers that are gonna I'm going to have my eye on. Uh, Alec Pierce, I think, is going to be have a very. He already has a connection with Anthony Richardson, so that could play into uh, where Richardson goes early. Having that connection with Alec Pierce, and then Josh Downs has just been so impressive. And and as Isaiah McKenzie is the starter in the slot for now it means we could see a lot of josh downs in the second quarter to the third quarter uh i think josh downs is going to make a name for himself and then finally the running back situation for me uh out is jonathan taylor out is zach moss out is deon jackson uh we we saw i saw in the chat people talking about Kenyon drake being down in practice i didn't see that today i know zach's uh reported on it um but uh, it didn't seem like he was out for very long if that did happen. So it seems like it's going to be Evan Hall, uh, uh, Kenyon Drake, if he does go on Saturday, uh, uh, Jake Funk. It's going to be those guys. And for me, obviously, I'm going to be looking at Evan Hall. Really, really excited to see what Evan Hall does. I think he's going to get plenty of run on Saturday, and he may be the guy that is used the most on this on the offensive side of the ball for the Colts. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. And that's something that especially, I mean, everyone was excited, I think, to a degree about Evan Hall's drafting because Naeem Hines was gone. So you wanted that guy opposite Taylor. Now with everything going on with Taylor and the fact that we're starting to see, holy cow, Hall is more than just a receiving back. This dude is Mm -hmm. a very big problem if you let him get into space. Now you're even more excited to see what he can do. So regardless of what happens with Taylor, what doesn't happen with Taylor, I can promise you this especially if he has a good game against the Bills, Evan Hall will have a significant role in this offense. Now on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I think obviously you're going to gravitate towards those young cornerbacks, uh, no matter even if it's the the rookies or the second-year guys, because right now you have two guys in their second years and Dallas Flowers and Daryl Baker Jr. as your starters on the outside for that second team. The starters on the outside or, or the, the guys on the outside on that second team, Juju Brents and Darius Rush. Can those guys impress enough to really challenge Daryl Baker and Dallas Flowers and what they've been doing throughout training camp? How are, are Daryl Baker Jr. and and Dallas Flowers going to go up against uh, some of the starters on the Buffalo Bills. Not sure if Stephon Diggs or Gabe Davis are playing in this game. Maybe Gabe Davis. I I would think that maybe Stephon Diggs probably sits this one out. Um, but but hey, that's a that's a really tough matchup. The Bills have plenty of of options on that offensive side of the ball. It's going to be a very good challenge for those guys. Yeah, and that's something I'm actually looking looking to watch for is like, how does this young secondary deal with any level of NFL competition? That's not the Colts. Again, it's just the same thing with they are only the other side of the football, and that's that's something to look for. I also would like to see some some push from the pass rush because even though the Colts almost tied the franchise record for sacks, they didn't seem like they were getting consistent pressure last year. So I want to see some of that. And just don't allow massive plays downfield. That kind of ties into the the cornerback discussion and and safety discussion because Nick Cross is probably going to be out there too. His mm-hmm. biggest thing is that he missed tackles and he allowed cover. He allowed receivers to get behind him. Mm-hmm. So if he can stop doing both of those things, maybe he can make a name for himself just right out of the gate in this game. Um, and you know what? I'm also looking for the defensive uh, interior, whether it is uh, just Grover Stewart or not. I'm looking for them to continue to do what they do, and that's be dominant. That's push the quarterback to the outside. 
it's doubtful that the Colts are going to have Julian Blackman and Rodney Thomas the second out there at safety. So you're yep. looking at a safety group that's probably Nick Cross, Trevor Denbo, Henry Black. Those are the safeties that, that you're really going to see out there at uh, for the Colts this weekend until Rodney Thomas the second and, and Julian Blackman are back and healthy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if the starters are going to play a quarter, uh, uh, those ends are definitely something to watch as well. Quiddy Pay and Samson Ebukam, are they going to be able to get that pressure? Both those guys can usually get to the quarterback and, and simulate a lot of pressure. Now, can they finish the job? So that's definitely uh, something to watch. But but overall, you just kind of want to see everything that we've been seeing in camp, putting it all together. We've seen the pass rush at times really dominate in camp. We've also seen the offensive line be able to move guys and, and allow big holes for the running game, be able to stand and pass protection, let Anthony Richardson sit back there and, and completely just progress through the entire defense to find a, an open guy for a big play. So that's that's with these preseason games they don't it does not matter who wins or loses but you want to see the progression you want to see the young guys progressing you want to see everything they've been doing in training camp and and showing it out on the field and and this is kind of be our first glimpse of of what areas the colts are, are maybe a little bit weak in what areas are they going to be strong in and and you just want to make sure you just want to see that everything on the field that you've been seeing in camp and and the promise that you see with this group is backed up against another team and and a very good team whether the starters are playing or not the buffalo bills have plenty of depth uh, for that team so it's a good squad that the colts are going up against this weekend yeah and it's gonna it's getting them like it's throwing them into the frying pan right out of the gate which i personally think is great i think it's good for all the rookies but especially anthony richardson play against that buffalo defense Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about what we have saw, seen at camp over the past week outside of Anthony Richardson. As I mentioned earlier, Drake and I were there today taking in all the action before the Colts take off for Orchard Park tomorrow. Drake, I think let's let's get to the guy that impressed, I know impressed you the most, and that's Josh Downs. Josh Downs worked primarily with the second team today. He did have a little bit of run with the first team, but it didn't matter whether it was first team or second team. Whenever the ball was thrown his way, Josh Downs just made plays, plain and simple. Yeah, and I, it was it was a while back, uh, but there was a, a new listener named Freedom First who said, can we get a rally for first down downs? Yes, we can absolutely get a rally for first down downs. I thought Josh Downs played fantastic. During camp, he's meshed – he's made plays with either Richardson or Minshew, by the way. Okay, he, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters who the, who the hell you put in front of this guy for quarterback. He's going to make plays, and as he starts to learn more and more, he's going to start to get better and better. So I will say McKenzie struggled a little bit. He had a ball sail over his head. Could have been Richardson's accuracy, but he also dropped that pass I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, man, I'm telling you, Josh Downs is really nipping at Isaiah McKenzie's heels. He could send him to the wide receiver four spot sooner rather than I previously thought. Shout out to Freedom First for the first down downs uh, rally. <laughs> uh, well, that, I, I definitely think that could catch on in Lucas. Yeah, that was cool this fall. But, but yeah, man, uh, uh, I'm being honest. Josh Downs, I, 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 if if this hits, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit. But I, I talked about it how Josh Downs reminded me of T. Y. Hilton. Not not maybe in the skill set, but just in the situation. Comes in with a rookie quarterback, maybe doesn't start right away. 
but it's not going to be long before Josh Downs, I think, is the starting slot wide receiver for this team. And it's not going to be long before Josh Downs becomes a household name and is producing for this Indianapolis Colts team at a very high level. Uh, Josh Downs has been very impressive. We talked about his catch radius. He doesn't drop anything. He just goes out there and he makes plays. And when you have a player that does that, you can't keep him off the field. And the best way to kind of get this Anthony Richardson-Josh Downs connection going hopefully for a very long time here in Indianapolis, get them on the field, get them working together and get that chemistry in those live games. Josh Downs is going to be a baller for this Indianapolis Colts squad. Um, and then let's, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the offensive side of the ball here, Drake, the tight end position seems like the Colts have like 45 tight ends because whenever we're turning around, they're signing somebody. But the reason for that, they have a lot of guys that are injured. Mo Alley Cox, Jelani Woods, Drew Ogletree, and Will Mallory all missed practice today. All four tight ends we thought would have a big role. I mean, I picked all four of those guys to make the roster. The only one out of those that I picked to make the roster that actually practiced today was Kylan Granson. So I, I, there's just a lot of there's still a lot of question marks. We know there's talent there, but the Colts just need their tight ends to get healthy first and foremost. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to the running back situation. They're like mm-hmm. without Granson, but they're some of their top tight ends are not even playing right now. So it's giving Granson an opportunity to actually show what he's got. But yeah, that's the reason that you're seeing running backs getting added. It's the same you're seeing tight ends getting added. They want to make sure that they've got bodies for camp. And I think last thing I, I want to touch on on the offensive side of the ball from what we saw, Alec Pierce just continues to be a force. I mean, we talked about him on on Monday, Drake, about how he just looks so much better. And, and we even talked about him uh, in the Horseshoe Huddle Halftime uh, audio-only podcast episode that we did. Alec Pierce is poised for, for a big year, too. Uh, he, he looks more crisp in his route running. Uh, he looks stronger. He looks like he has really adjusted to the NFL game. He is not nearly getting knocked off the line of scrimmage like he did a year ago. And, and again, he's really starting to, to create that chemistry with Anthony Richardson. You're seeing it with Pittman. You're seeing it with Pierce. The more these guys practice together, and this is why the Colts want Anthony Richardson to get as many first-team reps as possible, that chemistry is really starting to click along, and, and they're starting to develop um, some real camaraderie there between number five, number 11, and number 14. Well, very quick, at the end of the day, they match each other's skill sets. You're going to see Anthony Richardson absolutely pepper Alec Pierce, I think, throughout the season with deep shots. He didn't get any, or it seemed like he didn't get any last year. You're going to see the exact opposite this year. Right. Now moving to the defensive side of the ball, uh, a guy that that Drake pointed out to me today on multiple occasions was Shaq Leonard, and and not even really for his play. While Shaq did make some plays out there, definitely saw him have a good a couple of good coverage plays where he was right there as soon as the ball was. Colts were in helmets and shorts, so there wasn't any tackling today. Uh, but if he was he was out there making plays getting up in people's faces, just having a great time and bringing that energy to the defensive side of the ball. Before I let you answer and and give your take on that, Drake, we have another super chat, this time from loyal listener Truitt. Truitt, one of the day ones. Really appreciate the $5 super chat, Truitt. 
He asks, is Anthony Richardson playing versus the Bears? No VP necessary, just happy to be a shareholder in Horseshoe <laughs> Huddle. Yes, true. you are a shareholder. You're one of the loyal listeners. We have you in here every single night we do a show, and we can't thank you enough for all of your support. Uh, so, so let's answer Truett's question here, Drake. Do you think Anthony Richardson plays versus the Bears next week? We get uh, Because the Colts do have those joint practices against the Bears, so he's going to be getting a lot of reps there. Do you think he still plays in the preseason game? I think that he's – I think they're going to give him looks with as many NFL teams as they can. I would bank on it. Yeah, I would agree. Honestly, I think I think he's going to he's going to get some shots again with the twos. He's going to get some shots with the ones in those joint practices. But again, the kid needs reps. They're going to be careful with him and they're going to make sure that he is protected. But it would not surprise me if he plays versus the Bears in that preseason game as well, because you want to get as many live reps as possible. Yes, those joint practices are going to be very intense. The Both coaches, I mean, Matt Eberflus is coming back to town, uh, so it'll be nice to see him. And and the Colts are gonna the Colts and Bears are probably gonna try to make those simulated games outside of not being able to to hit the quarterback or or anything else. But if I'm the Colts and and, and I know it's a little bit risky, but I want Anthony Richardson to get as many reps as possible. You play him for another quarter against the Bears. You just keep things simple, vanilla. Don't put him in harm's way. I think it could be very useful moving forward. Yeah, and it, again, you want him out in front of as many different you know, styles of defense as possible. Right. So the Bears is an interesting one. Matt Eberflus is a good defensive mind. I think that it really benefits AR to be out there against Chicago. Right. True. It really appreciate the super chat, buddy. Thank you all see always so much for tuning in and listening to our show. We really do appreciate it. So getting back to Shaq Leonard, Drake, I mean, what have you seen from him this week? I know he, obviously he, he looks, he looks happy out there, but what about his, what about his play? He's he just looks more he just looks happier, more explosive than he did last season when we watched him in the regular season. Much more he only, explosive. He only played three games. He's getting back to who he used to be, which was the maniac, mm-hmm. Shaq Leonard. Not just Shaq Leonard, the guy who was out there making plays, turnover machine. Is he to a hundred percent? Who knows if he's gonna be to hundred percent? But I will tell you this, he's on the right track. If he gets to hundred percent right now, he is on the right track to get there. And and one reason that that you and I both believe that he's going to be going to be back and playing like the maniac. His answers are just so different when you compare to to what it was last year to what it is right now. Last year, anytime someone asked him about his injury, he would just say, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, It's getting there. Uh, I'm trying to handle it. Now, when you ask him, how's he doing? How close is he to getting healthy? He said, he's always, I'm very, very close. I feel good. He's giving us concrete statements. It's not, just this big try to dance around the question just leave a cloud of smoke around everything he's being very direct in how he feels how he is progressing it's just a completely different attitude and and just by the way he is saying things his his interactions with the team and then going out there and seeing him live doing those reps seeing the speed seeing him be able to recover it's it's a very good sign now do i think the colts play him in the preseason Honestly, I would probably say no. I don't know if Shaq Leonard's going to be out there. Shane Steichen, when he was asked, uh, didn't say yes or no. Um, but uh, I almost want, I almost am leaning towards they're going to sh- save Shaq Leonard 
for the regular season, try to continue to ramp him up. Because remember, he's only been cleared for full contact for the, the past week. I think Saturday and last yep. Saturday and Sunday were her, his first reps in that scenario. In that scenario, so wouldn't surprise me if Shaq Leonard doesn't play in the preseason. But don't worry, all signs are that the maniac will be out there week one against Jacksonville, and and he's been looking very good from what I've seen. Yeah, and don't fret if you don't see him out there for the preseason. You know, he's 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 audibly and telling people I'm close to being ready. So the Colts are just taking precautionary measures. Again, they're not competing for anything potentially this year. So they're looking at, you know, we just need to get him back to square one, back to 100% right. health. Right. And then I think to, to wrap up our camp notes to today, Drake, the young cornerbacks. I mean, Juju Brents and Darius Rush are, are, are continuing to get more acclimated with this team, and, and it seems like they're becoming more comfortable. Um, they're making things very difficult. They're still working with that second team. As I said, Dallas Flowers and Daryl Baker Jr. are the starters uh, uh, on the on the ones for the Colts. But I, it's Juju Brents and, and Darius Rush are making things interesting. They only have one more week of training camp left. But if they can make some noise in these preseason games and, and continue this momentum, it's going to make that competition really, really interesting as we encroach on week one. Yeah, and Rush has had praise throughout uh, you know, the offseason. Brents, now that he's healthy, already started making plays. It's almost like he didn't even have any rust to shake off. So you got to love that kind of get up and go. And also Jalen Jones, even though I think he's been working with the third team, He's also showing that he can make some plays too and be a real stifling type of defensive back. Right. And Flowers and Baker are not going to make that easy. As Stats no. Matt points out here, Flowers and Baker have made plays daily at seems. Baker looks great. He does. Uh, I'm very, I'm very impressed by Baker. We talked with with Daryl Baker Jr. on Sunday. Uh, he gave us some some really good insight into how he has been preparing. He's a very confident young man, that's for sure. Uh, but but Dar don't don't discount Daryl Baker Jr. and Dallas Flowers. Really making this this competition interesting. Both are big corners, long corners, and and they're not afraid to to really knock a wide receiver off their spot and be physical right at the line of scrimmage so we'll we'll have to see stats mad giving us the the lowdown on what's happening with the houston texans cj stroud two for four with the interception already to start very interesting uh i know i know a lot of us after this are going to turn on tune into that game to see what <laughs> is going on but but drake camp i think i mean colts have one more week of camp and and if i would have to give my overall theme of camp the Colts are just making steady progress. You know, in every single area, I it's it's very encouraging to see the offensive line has been getting better. Anthony Richardson has been getting better. We're seeing the young quarterbacks come on. We're seeing Josh Downs. Uh, we're seeing a lot of good from training camp. Obviously, the running back situation isn't the best. Uh, the safety situation, they're missing your two starters right now. But for the most part, I think things are going in the right direction. And there's an overall really good feel about this team right now. Super young team, offensively, defensively. You've got young coaches, new coaches like Steichen in his first head coaching role. You just want to see progress. You want to see baby steps happen, especially after the, the ridiculousness that was last year. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, and they have just been making more and more progress with each practice. You just hope that it continues. Right. 
Let's wrap up the episode with the latest Colts news and rumors here, Drake. Uh, got some good news on the injury front. As Taekwon Lewis was removed from the pup list this week, he joined that defensive line group. And, and when Taekwon Lewis is healthy, you know, it, it just seems like he's – He's just such a good depth piece for the Colts on that defensive line. With him coming back, Samson Ebukam came back. You're you're definitely see that that defensive line bulk up and and making things a lot difficult more difficult for the Colts offensive line as well. There's been some really good battles, uh, but good to see Tyquan Lewis back and and he looked he looked like he was moving pretty well today from what I saw. At any given moment, he can be one of the best, if not the best, rotational defensive end in the entire NFL. He provides so much from a from a backup role. Um, so you've got to love to see him out there. The Colts trusted his health, got him another contract this offseason. Exactly. Colts also signed running back Jason Huntley and tight end Ricky Seals-Jones uh, because when Alvin Kamara came to town to, to, to work out for the Colts, uh, the Colts were unable to reach a deal with him. They did offer him a contract, but but uh, Kareem you Hunt Kareem, wanted Kareem, more. Kareem I, did, did I, I did say Alvin Kamara. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> yes. So, Kareem, excuse me, Kareem Hunt came to town, not Alvin Kamara. Kareem Hunt was who the Colts were were looking into signing it signing. They did extend a contract. They couldn't come to a deal. So Kareem Hunt uh, is still a free agent. Uh, but the Colts did bring in some running back help and another tight end because of all the injuries. Yeah, and you know, these are just camp bodies. I mean, they have like we talked about, they have so many like people missing right now, right before the preseason. They want to get people looks, they want to have their roster full. And uh, hey, you know what? It adds even more competition than before. Exactly. And to wrap things up, the Colts wave injured tight end LaMichael Petway and safety Michael Tootsie to make room for those guys. So all in all, I think it was a productive week of camp and it's Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. There's just so many storylines around what is going to happen, especially all eyes are going to be on Anthony Richardson on Saturday to see how the rookie does in his first start. And, and, and Drake, I, I, can't wait to see it uh, even though it is just preseason it's what we've been waiting for months to finally see long off season is finally coming to a head everything that everyone's been waiting for is going to be happening on saturday for the first time everyone be excited but remember this is anthony richardson's first game he's just starting to get the wheels turning on some things just be patient with him it will pay off i promise you Colts fans, don't get too high on the performance. Don't get too low on the performance. Just watch and enjoy. Exactly. And and Anthony Richardson, when I asked him what he what his goal was, all he said was go out and get a victory. And so that's what him and the Colts are going to try to do on Saturday. So that's our show for this evening, guys. Really, really appreciate all of the super chats, all of the banter tonight. It was so, so much fun talking Colts yeah. football with you. want to give a shout out to Patrick, Lo- Patrick Rye, Logan Schmidt, and Truett for the super chats. You guys are absolute champions, legends, man. champions. Yeah. That's a great word for it. We, we love all of the support from everybody also shout out to wyatt law stats matt uh cmdsr who's always telling everybody to go like the video so make sure you do that larry brown uh nomadic brian which apologies nomadic brian i missed you last week uh so wanted to make sure i got you this week luke veer camp freedom first rich wheeler uh want to make sure i don't miss anybody spooks hill joe uh, and and the rest of the crew here, Marvin Fox, 
Uh, I'd already said Rich Wheeler, but but you guys are what make this show so much fun. Tom hey, Williams, B, BJ Prods, uh, and if I missed anybody, I, I sincerely apologize, but we do appreciate every single one of your support following along with us and, and coming on for the show. So if you haven't done so already, please go follow us on all of our social media, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Click that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live or whenever Shad are going live, because we're going to continue to bring new content content uh, every step of the way patrick asks, where's mrs moore she's getting dinner ready because you know the dinner is always happening right after the show uh so so shout out to mrs moore she didn't give her super sticker today I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to give her something on that as stats Matt talks about seven more quarts of pickles that he bagged <laughs> up uh but uh hey you do use stats let's Matt. go Shout out to Luke Veer Camper said, appreciate the kind words, guys. You guys are the best. So good to see you all at camp this year and hope to see you again soon. Absolutely, Luke. Back at you, we, will, we will be seeing you soon. Uh, and if you can't catch us live here, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to the podcast, we're on there as well. So please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Drake, we're now at the hour mark. This might be our longest episode <laughs> ever. Uh, but, go, but go tell the people what they can find on horseshoehuddle.com that you've got written. Um, I did uh, down that Josh Downs is making a case to be the starting slot receiver in camp. Uh, old one or older one from a couple days ago, Shaq Leonard's been showing out at camp. And then I do have three offensive and defensive separate pieces, but players from each side of the ball that need to improve before the season starts. Awesome. Make sure you go check those out. I have a piece out uh, that came out this morning on why I think Kenny Moore II is the most important defender for the Indianapolis Colts this season. So make sure you go check that out. And of course, I had all the latest from training camp today, specifically about Anthony Richardson. So I have all of his thoughts about his rookie, about his debut, his first NFL experience. So go check all of that out at Horseshoe Huddle. Com. You can follow Drake at D Wallster Drake. You can follow myself at Andrew Moore NFL, and we will be back Saturday afternoon. If you're on the bleacher report app to break down the game, but if not catch us back here on YouTube Monday night to break down everything from Colts bills and everything from Anthony Richardson's first start in the NFL. So until then, enjoy your weekend, enjoy Colts versus bills, and we'll see you on Monday.